You're listening to The Tool Belt, a manufacturing podcast focusing on logistics, safety, operations, and breaking industry news. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Plant Services Tool Belt Podcast brought to you by Endeavor Business Media's Manufacturing Group. I am here at the SMRP Annual Conference talking today with immediate outgoing chair Rick Baldridge. He is the global reliability leader for Cargill, at least for a couple more weeks. Um, he's looking forward to retiring at the end of October. And Rick has been good enough to sit with us for a little while today and talk to us about the programs that SMRP is going to offer this year and next, especially on the education front. So, Rick, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Thomas. And it's, a, it's an honor that, that you asked me to, uh, to be a part of this, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's, it's been an exciting event. Uh, as you said, on the first day, SMRP is back to breaking attendance records, and I'm, I'm picking up that vibe across the board here. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, coming out of the uh, pandemic, we weren't even sure um, how how quickly that it would ramp back up to the days when we had real large attendance. Uh, but this year, uh, we have actually, on this particular conference, set a new record of about 1,240 people. That's incredible. And that, that's uh, we talked a little bit before we started recording that we thought we, the attendance might get back to this rate next year but the fact that we're already here this year signals that plants are willing once again to get back in the rhythm of getting together as professionals and talking about advancing the industry absolutely and there's so many opportunities for people that participate and i'm just really happy that people are taking that advantage no well we're going to spend most of the podcasts for listeners uh listening to this talking about the activities that smrp has in the immediate horizon especially in the education that smrp offers beyond the conference so uh rick we'll just ask you directly could you talk about some of those initiatives that are coming up yeah one of the the, the bigger things that we focused on this year was on our education program there's been a very very uh, big pull uh, for several years on, on further education uh, uh, focus primarily on our five pillars. And there's always been opportunities and will continue to be opportunities in areas of doing things like webinars. We'll continue doing those kind of things, uh, but a, uh, a, comp a comprehensive integrated approach at a training program for, for the five pillars that we, uh, it, it's something that we've been working on for a couple of years, but a very, very large focus on bringing it home this year. Okay. Um, I, uh, myself and the rest of the board had an opportunity to see a demo of this, of the first module this week. And uh, we, all, everybody was very, very impressed with what we saw. It's everything that we wanted it to be and the deliverables of it, are, every one of them has been met. It's the next logical step in the way that SMRP has made access to the body of knowledge that much easier for folks who want to continue their own professional certification and just reach out to resources online as they can get to them. Um, I know you, le you led with this in your opening keynote address, and it was really interesting to hear that the training modules are this far along. Hmm. And we're looking, really looking forward for people taking advantage of it. It will really make a difference for them. And again, like I, like I said, 
there's been a big pull for this for a long time. Mm -hmm. In the absence of us doing this, that pull always remained. And so what happens is that there's other training programs outside of SMRP that come up and to the, de to the defense of them, it's not, nothing, nothing bad about them doing that, but in defense of that, can they really have that comprehensive holistic approach as to our five bodies of knowledge? And this is, this is an avenue to get there. Okay, and that's, that's something where for plant services readers and listeners and webinar attendees, we've noticed that we do get a considerable on-demand viewership and listenership because, you know, the, the people we're targeting and that you're targeting can't always get the time they want when they want it. It's, it's, it's as they can log on, right, at, at, at their own speed. Exactly, and it, the entire course is self-paced, mm -hmm. so you can take as much in proper sequence take as much as that you want to take at, at any, any single time and come back to it and return right back where, where you started from. Okay. And it's, it's really, uh, there's two, really I think there being two different audiences for it. Mm -hmm. One of those audiences are people that just really have a desire to learn more about maintenance and reliability. And it's, this is really an approach for them to really take advantage of that through the five different uh, the five different modules that, that we have, and the other audience are those to help them prepare for the CMRP, the Certified Maintenance Reliability Professional Professional Certification. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to to fill some of the gaps towards uh, preparing for it. Okay. That was one of my questions for you in the modules was at this point, given that there are several certifications offered by SMRP, would these modules also help prepare someone for something more like the CMRT or is that something that might be on the horizon? Yeah, this is not, and that's not to say those that are pursuing their CMRT, and that's a certified maintenance reliability technician, mm -hmm. uh, much more on the shop floor, uh, mechanical electrical uh, technician. Um, this would not, not not necessarily prepare them for that. However, they would probably fall in the other category of learning more about maintenance and reliability. Okay. Um, and then, of course, we have the uh, the CAMA, the uh, Certified Asset Manager Assessor um, uh, certification. It would definitely work on parts of of achieving the CAMA. Okay. Excellent. So beyond the, um, the new online modules, you mentioned there's some other activities going on too with uh, new Middle Eastern affiliates and also the MOUs with uh, other uh, organizational partners. Yeah, we, another focus of ours this year because of our international growth and right now we have 7,400 members and of that membership, about 52% of them reside outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. And so our thoughts are, how can we better connect with our member membership outside of the United States? And we have created uh, some fo very focused MOUs. It took us some time to really, really talk that through and where would be the, uh, the biggest advantages and, and what can we can, uh, provide. And the Middle East is one of those. Um, interesting, um, I've been uh, pretty involved with that MOU and what I'm seeing is a tremendous, tremendous pull and participation from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. um, now, now for us is to continue being very involved with them 
um, to uh, around these five five pillars because they they have that such a pull, but the interest over there is very very significant. Another one is uh, with Abraman, which is a, a, a maintenance reliability society, somewhat similar to SMRP mm-hmm. in uh, Brazil. Okay. And there's there's work that we're doing with them in, in symposium. We got a, a symposium coming up, working with them. Yeah. Again, to to bring closer. Uh, relationship with them and then we have the uh, the third big one that we have focused on is PMAC okay and PMAC is the Canadian reliability maintenance reliability society similar to SMRP with and their focus is on even additional certification and certification uh, education and certification professional certification with them and we see uh, leverage both them with us and us with them mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. Yeah, they're all three of these. A lot of work is happening in these areas, and uh, we see it being uh, very mutual, mutual benefit between all the affiliates and us. Okay. You know, one thing I've noticed in the program for the event this year is the higher number of presenters from, say, Saudi Aramco, probably resulting from this partnership where I think there were at least two yesterday that, that I looked in the calendar. There's definitely one, to, <clears throat> excuse me, one today that I'm looking forward to seeing, and it's it's great to see that group come all the way over here from the Middle East and yeah. share what they're learning. Yeah, it's really interesting. The uh, the international, the people from outside of the United States had come here to the conference. That's always very very exciting. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned uh, Saudi Aramco, and Saudi Aramco is a uh, organization with very 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 high standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and always looking for uh, additional knowledge, always looking to advance themselves. And yeah, that, that has been a big part, and they have been a big participant within our, uh, our MOU with, with, that, um, with that affiliate out there. Right, right. I, I've seen presenta- presentations from them at, at other more user group events like Emerson Exchange. So again, it's just super exciting to see them attending SMRP. Really exciting, way. yeah. 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 Well, and especially on the Canadian side, too, you mentioned that there's an affiliation going on there. Um, I know you've got an MOU with the Institute for Asset Management. Yes. Um, but I was talking with someone who was from Canada last night, and something which I wasn't fully previously aware of, the CMRP as a certification is does not roll over automatically into other countries' um, organized institutions. And so you mentioning there's an effort to get these different associations talking is really interesting to me. I'm sure there's a lot of comparisons going on from certification to certification on what what rolls over, what aligns, what doesn't. Yeah, that's all. That all really those kind of discussions really begin during the initial engagements when working on MOUs. Okay. And seeing the values, what what's the values of SMRP? What's the values of PMAC mm-hmm. in, in this case? And then us continuing to work together, that, that that level of recognition to our membership and the level of recognition of their membership to understand each other's capabilities and what our certification offerings provide. Okay. Well, there's one more on my list I wanted to ask you about, which is the partnership with, with, um, with GAM and WPIAM. Um, can you talk to us about the nature of those new efforts? Yeah, the WPIAM is very focused on uh, asset management and maintenance and reliability. In fact, I'll say maintenance 
comma, reliability, they are just pieces into overall asset management as okay. would be defined by uh, ISO 55000. Mm -hmm. And WPIAM is very focused on asset management. So it's very important for us to ensure that our membership has the opportunities to grow in asset management. In fact, um, our members become members of the WIPAM, and then that happens for them with SMRP. Okay. And then discounted rates for uh, certification exams, such as the CAMA and uh, other things like that. And then there's the uh, Global Forum for Maintenance and Asset Management, GFMAM. Mm -hmm. We are very involved with them as well. And that's a conglomerate of societies around the world, like PMAC, SMRP, Abraman, and other, other similar organizations come together, mm -hmm. and that's the Global Forum. Wow. I mean, my overall takeaway is that there's a lot of effort being put, rightly so, towards extending the international connections of SMRP. Yeah, that's driven largely, though, by the pull. It okay. really is driven by the pull. Um, there's uh, several countries around the world that having professional certification is a requirement hmm. of, of uh, employment. And of course that brings a big pull, but at the same time, we don't just want to provide professional certification, we want to provide knowledge. And we want other, other countries that to understand the, the wealth of our body of knowledge and take advantage of it of the understanding and the learning, which comes back to our, our, our five pillar training session that we have right now. Okay. All right. Um, was there something that um, I didn't ask about that uh, I, I was listening closely to your presentation on day one of the conference. Um, of the things that you walked through in that presentation, um, what haven't we covered yet that you're also doing? Uh, with with SM, the SMRP, I should say, is also doing. Yeah, we will continue working on on conference and making it better every year. That's very, very important to us. Mm -hmm. um, also, the opportunities for membership that can't attend the, the conference. And so what, what we work on is putting together a symposiums. Mm. We have a symposium coming coming up with a large focus on the west, west of the Mississippi River. Mm -hmm. A lot of our United States membership is on the east side of the Mississippi River. Well, there's industry groups on the western side that are not on the eastern side. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we're already involved with so many industry groups already, but the pursuance of, of more visibility on the west. And so we do have a, uh, a symposium that, uh, that we are putting together right now in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, really, really exciting. And, I, I, and it's a, again, it's a big opportunity for members that can't attend. They can't come to Orlando for a conference. Right. So it's an opportunity for them. And, you know, I'm remembering the last symposium in Phoenix. I was able to attend that one. And I still tell the story that the keynote speaker from Freeport McMoran told about the IoT solution that they used on their fleet. The initial driver of the project was to reduce CapEx by restoring and refurbishing the equipment. And he said, ironically enough, the real money driver was the improved throughput they got because once they figured out that their the vehicles were not at fault when they pick up sensor vibrations they figured it was road flaws 
and they improved the road out from the mine. And so what began as a fleet initiative became a, th- became a throughput story. Um, it, it, it's that kind of mining example from, from the West that I agree. It, it's, it's so valuable to get those associations involved in presenting and sharing the knowledge. <clears throat> to this day, it's the first IoT story I think of when I think of what happens when you put data sets together right. and draw insights from them. <clears throat> That's actually the real key. There's nothing wrong and we want to continue doing um, early detection and elimination of defects. Mm-hmm. And in most MMI and other, other type of visualization, you see these individual data points that you're looking at and you're monitoring. And we'll always want to do that. It's early detection elimination of defect. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you combine that data together, it tells you an entirely different story. Mm-hmm. And that was the message that he was trying to deliver. It was powerful. Yeah. And again, it, it's, it's, the, it's the story that I tell first when people ask, what can IoT do for condition monitoring initiatives? It, it's it the new gold rush. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I, I'm noticing too at this conference, this is the first one where artificial intelligence and machine learning have matured enough where it's comprising a significant portion of the presentations and not just as a preview of what might be coming. People are starting to deliver results on what's happening, uh, either from vendors like IBM offering new products to um, stories of condition monitoring technicians combining these data sets and using artificial intelligence to, to wade through the data. You'll, con- you'll continue to see that grow and grow and grow exponentially. Yeah. The past five years, you've seen a, a significant growth in that. Mm-hmm. Wait till the next five years. Wow. That's going to become the... Which is more learning. Artificial intelligence conference. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the only thing that I, I would like to add is why, why someone should join SMRP. Okay. They're just the reasons why. And, of course, as, as can be evidenced here at the conference, and I, and I think that's always a first step for anybody, mm-hmm. come to a conference and really take advantage of the, of the learning. Now, you're not going to leave here being a subject matter expert in any of the areas, but all of the tracks and all of the sessions that you that, that at your fingertips to choose upon what you want to go see is going to be learning. And I think what, what happens then is that you, they're like seeds that are planted. And then those seeds let you know that there's more to learn and go, go do that. Uh, secondary is the wealth of uh, networking. And what I mean by that is usually people come here in groups. They come here in pairs. They come here in threes to a, to a group. Mm-hmm. And I always say, don't stay with your group. Maybe, in the, maybe at some points of the day you guys get together and really talk about what you learned. Mm-hmm. But take advantage of the people that are around here because... Those people you'll find have the same challenges that you have, and you'll hear different different ways to overcome some of those challenges that you might have, and it's just you'll learn as much with that as you will going to the sessions. Uh, on my way in, I was walking behind someone who was clearly here alone, and he had a very distinctive backpack, had a couple of patches. I'm a science fiction guy. There were Star Wars patches on there, and I've watched as he has made connections with people clearly arriving alone and now starting to interact and get those kind of networking benefits. My hat's off to that individual because that takes courage. Yeah. That takes a lot of courage. 
and the the result of that, the prize of that, is going to be a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Excellent. Well, then let me ask the question about membership. Um, beyond the immediate event, what are some of the benefits uh, that people can get by joining up with SMRP as formal members? Well, the benefits are, the, the primary benefit is the, is the wealth of knowledge, of course. Uh, the opportunity, uh, and the same thing with the opportunity to do uh, networking. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have uh, a benefit of re- uh, reduced rates or discounts with our CMRP exam, our Certified Maintenance Reliability Professional uh, exam, which I, I think everybody should take. I think everyone should take that. Um, in my company, it has not just been reliability practitioners that have taken that exam. It's been operations leaders that have taken that exam because you can take advantage of the, all of the, uh, uh, the benefits of the, of the five knowledge, about five uh, pieces of knowledge. And then the, of course, the involvement. I mean, we have uh, the, the knowledge transfer. We have the symposiums. We have a forum. You can actually type into the forum in a member, type in a question, and somebody within our membership of our 7,400 members will answer that. And several people will answer that. And you'll get answers, probably different perspectives. Mm. And those are benefits of uh, being a uh, um, SMRP member. Excellent. Yeah, I, I love the forum element where you turn that potential for networking into a very simple reality. If someone needs help, they know where to go. And you've got all these certified professionals who can offer their thoughts on what's going yeah, on. Yeah, real key thing you said was a simple rea- reality. And it's the practical, you'll get practical answers. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you're going to find out of a book. It's something that has been translated and localized into reality. Excellent. Wow. Well, let me close by saying thank you for the past year of service. You're the outgoing chair. I know there's a new one coming in who's going to steer next year's convention. And also, before we start recording, you mentioned you're a few weeks away from retirement. So congratulations on on the next step. After 44 years, I'm going to miss it. Uh A lot of people ask me if I've, uh, am I ready for it? I have to answer to all of those, I don't know. (laughs) I've got, I've got things that I'm, that I've got planned, but I, I don't know. And I, and I, uh. I'm ready. That's great. Well, for anyone who's going to try and text Rick over the next November, December, you might get a block message or temp- <laughs> temporary pause on all that. So, now, congratulations on that, Rick. And thanks for being with us today on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thank you.